All of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, what is that? And I moved the branch and I looked and it was this big, hairy something. It was the weirdest feeling and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me and nobody believed me. She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghosts. The ghosts are up there. So that is my ghost story. Welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast that's all about real life ghost stories told by the people who experience them. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And we're taking a little bit of a break right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to be back in mid-July with season two. Yeah, all season new two, two stories. Baby. Exactly. Oh, and make sure you're sending your ghost stories yes, to please. us. Get them that email address again. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. But uh, these are mini-sodes. Yes, please enjoy the yes. short version of Haunted AF. And we thought this time around we would go back and revisit visit all of our favorite creepy kid stories. So here's the story. So we moved into this house. I was married at the time and um, my wife used to get dressed. It was the big master closet. um, And I'm saying that sort of explains part of this, but she would always get dressed in there in the morning, but she would always complain about how cold it was. No matter how much we heated up the house, Mm -hmm. it was always really cold in that closet. It didn't really matter until now. So one night we had gotten home and my youngest son, or my oldest son, Connor, he was about two, two and a half at the time. And he was in the bathroom running back and forth and she was lying down on the bed. She had a headache or whatever. And so I was in the bathroom just kind of playing with him before bedtime. You know, you wear him down. Right. And he was just playing this game where he was running in and out of the closet and just giggling. And, you know, it's a kid. You don't think much of it. So she's like, what's he doing? And I was like, well, it's really cute. Let me show you. So I just recorded it. Right. I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, go. And he just runs out. And then I go and I say, here's what he's doing. And she looked at him and she goes, what was that? And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know if you're going to show the video. Oh, we'll, we'll post yeah, it on the Facebook yeah. page. We're so gonna- in this video, he goes running out of the closet and this black apparition, for lack of a better <sighs> word, just kind of floats behind him. And I didn't see it when I recorded it. So yeah. again, I don't know if it's a camera glitch or something like that. Mm-mm. But um, I don't think so. It doesn't look like one. No. It doesn't look like one at all. And so it was really creepy that I didn't. And so and I asked him later on, no, like right away I went. And I was like, hey, so Connor, what's going on? Where are you going? And he goes, I'm playing with my friend. Mm. I was like, well, what friend? And he was like Kenny or something. His and um, ghost friend Kenny. <laughs> I know his little invisible friend Kenny. So when they say kids are much more aware of that type of thing. Yeah. And yeah. much more alert about it. And so he would talk about Kenny periodically here and there. You know, he would say, oh, Kenny and I are going to be in the backyard. I was like, well, what ghost is out there in the middle of the day? It's fine. But um, to this day, I always keep that because the closet is two glass doors and I always keep it closed except when I go in there and get closed. And I always close it. Like today, I made sure I close it and leave home. And I can't tell you how many times I've come home and it's open. Kenny. (laughs) It's Kenny. It's so Kenny. So wait, how old is Connor now? Now he's 16. Does he he remember? No. I show him the video. He thinks it's funny. I was like, do you remember Kenny? He's like, no. But you know, he was so young. Like he doesn't remember a lot from that time period, thankfully. But um, um, so it was just always very strange. And then the other thing that was weird is uh, looking back on it, when we moved into the house, the realtor said something specifically like, well, I hope you guys will stay in this house. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, that well, was... what are you talking about? And they're like, this house has been on the market and sold like three times in the last four years. Oh, my gosh. It's, is that something you really want to say as a no, realtor? why that's would you say that? The worst realtor ever. I know, right? So that's just a side note. But it makes you wonder, you know, why these other families didn't stay there. Right. And... So nothing else has ever happened, but there's kind of a an unsettled feeling there? No, yeah, it's unsettled. And then one other time, Connor, um, you know, when uh, Heather and I were in bed together, sometimes he'd come into bed, you know, as little kids will do. Right, yeah. And one night he couldn't sleep. And I remember Heather talking to him. She's like, well, why can't you go 
to sleep, honey, because he says, because the people don't want us here. The people don't want us here. Oh, dude. We're going to post it on Twitter. We're going to put it on the Facebook page. There's, it's on YouTube. So yeah. we'll post that link everywhere so everybody can go and watch that video. I showed it to Rebecca the other day and she was like, I've watched oh. it like a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. But everyone who sees it watches it a hundred times. It's so, it's like clear as day. You can see this like little black bur- blurb just mm-hmm. like, scurry past. Yeah, because totally when we did kidding. it on the Jagger show, um, when we were at 105.3, we, we shared it on there and everyone was like, it's a cat, it's a this, it's a fly in the camera. That is not but a it's cat. It's no camera. So I will say, I'm not a believer still to this day. It's just, I don't know what that was, but it's not enough for me to not enough for you to pour say salt ghost. around my bed in a pentagram before I go to sleep every night. You yeah, know what I mean? that's not a thing. But, um, <laughs> By the way, just, just letting you know. No, it, you got to watch the Night Stalker with Darren McGavin. It's a great to, thing. It's not a thing, though. That's not real. That's a movie. It's okay. a great thing. Anyway. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Okay, now leave, right? <laughs> no, no, no. no. No, but that, so that was the whole thing. Now, I do have a story from my girlfriend, Carrie. Carrie, are you there? Hi. Hi. So I have heard from other people for years now mm-hmm. about this situation at Carrie's house. Uh-oh. Uh, so I, I had to get Carrie on the phone to tell us. Carrie, can you fill us in on the story? Yeah. So um, this was years ago. We So we bought this house that used to be a convent, and we were only the second owners. So it had been owned by the church since it had been built, and nuns had lived in the house. Okay. So my son... Um, it's a two-story house. All the boys' bedrooms are upstairs. And Seamus um, was sitting on the stairs. And I'm like, come on, we got to go. And he's like, the sister calls me mister. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? We got to go. The sister, she calls me mister. What are you talking about? I'm not even, like, nothing. <laughs> it's middle of afternoon. We got to go. Yeah. He's like, she likes to pretend she's mean, but she's really nice. Oh, my gosh. Now, at this point, is any of this crossing your brain that it might actually be, a like, a ghost? No, I'm still like, I don't know what he's talking about. And so I'm like, honey, who are you talking about? He's like, the sister upstairs. She calls me mister. And she likes to act like she's mean, but she's not. She's really nice. I know. (laughs) And then then I got it. And I was like, oh. If you've ever like gone to Catholic school or anything and yeah. dealt with nuns, you know this is you could just imagine her like, excuse I'm, me, mister. All I'm thinking is like the ruler yep. snap on the finger. Yeah, like, yeah. The but knuckles. She, so okay, Seamus is older now, right? Yeah. Does he, he has no recollection? None. No. You ask him about it, he'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. So was no. that the was that the only think, instance of him talking about the sister? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just maybe like this little window in a kid's life where they're open and aware of that stuff when the rest of us aren't. I, and we're telling I'm, creepy kid stories mm-hmm. today, and I think three years old has been mentioned a couple of times. Yeah, like, that must be the ripe age yeah. of ghosting. <laughs> the, the super creepy <laughs> yeah, age. Um, yeah. two, two things from this story. Uh, first of all, like Seamus, that don't you just want to have a baby now so you can name him Seamus? I love it. And I forgot what my second thing was. <laughs> as soon as I said two things, I was like, wait, what was the first one? Other than Seamus. I just think it's the coolest thing that you you bought a convent and decided to live in it. That's kind of creepy in itself yet super awesome is that the house that i've been in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it did doesn't look like a con no not at all it's a beautiful house i mean like it was renovated it looked great so yeah right. that really well, surprises that, i'll me. tell you they lived by their vow of poverty it took us some time to do it but in the end it was beautiful oh i remembered my number two can we use that as a tagline the sister calls me mister i really like that sure. we should put that in Go parentheses underneath
underneath the haunted AF t-shirts. So we're going to get made one of these days. At some point, yeah. Yeah, the sister calls me mister. Thanks for that story, Carrie. As long as Seamus gets one. You're welcome. Oh, of course. Seamus will have the first shirt, for sure. Okay, and can I tell my favorite creepy kid story? Yeah. So this is not actually from me, um, but uh, or not one of my kids, but when I used to do morning radio, I used to get like emails all the time from people wanting advice, Mm -hmm. which I loved. Like, I'm the worst person to ask advice from. But But we love to give it, don't we? Hell yes. It's like, (laughs) bring your problems to me. I will ruin your life. It's going to be awesome. And happily do so. Yes. So this one woman wrote to me once and she said, okay, I have a three-year-old boy and Mm -hmm. I don't know how to handle this. He is convinced that I'm going to die in a car accident. So every time I leave the house without him, like apparently if he was with her, he was okay because he knew he wasn't with her when she died. So anytime she tried to leave without him, he would cling to her leg, cry uncontrollably and would say like, mommy, you're not going to make it. You die. You burn. You burn. I see you die. Yes. So she was like, I don't know how to handle this. What's your advice, Julie? I'm like, I I really. What is advice is there to give? Right. So all I told her, I was like, well, first of all, maybe find a child psychologist to let him talk to. Maybe he has seen something on TV Mm -hmm. or something that has scarred him that you're just not aware of or whatever. In the meantime, maybe take the bus, you know, (laughs) maybe, you know, ride share or just always wear your seatbelt, you know? (laughs) How about just don't die, okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I ended it, I'm like, you know, let me know if you need help finding a a therapist for your kid or something. I never heard from that woman again. Dude. I never heard from her, and I did write her back a couple of times. No, my gosh. I am dead serious, Rebecca. True story. This was probably, I'd say, like 13 years ago. So if you are listening, please. And still alive. And still alive, because (laughs) I am legit worried about you. Furthermore, I'm worried about the little boy. Oh my can you, can you imagine if you were three years old and you predicted your mother's horrific death? No kidding. And How if, do you grow up with that? And I'm like, if you've told anyone else this story, like somehow they're going to be like, that, that three-year-old killed her. He killed like, her. <laughs> somehow he manifested it. Oh my God. Goodness. I don't believe that. That three-year-old is actually grown and listening to us no, right okay, now. Sorry. If anybody is familiar with this, like, just email us. Give them the email address. <laughs> That's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And again, send us all of your creepy kid stories. And actually, our own Ziggy says that he has a story for us. And you said it's a possession story? Uh, yeah, that's the phenomenon that I think best describes it. Uh, so when I was in fourth or fifth grade, uh, my parents went out of town for a couple of weeks over the summer. And And so I was staying with uh, one of my friends named uh, George. He lived uh, in a uh, trailer. His dad worked at this nature preserve. Mm -hmm. He was the oldest and he had a younger brother and a younger sister. And his brother was like maybe five or six or something like that. And so uh, we would just kind of hang out all day because his parents were out working. So it was just us in the house. And one day I let his younger brother start playing my Game Boy. And a couple hours went by. And so I was going to go ask for it back. And so he's just kind of standing there in the kitchen playing the Game Boy. And so I asked for it back and he gets really, really frustrated. And George comes and is like, no, you you need to give it back. And mm-hmm. so he gave it back. And then he just kind of went off on his own for a while. And so finally we went to check on him. and He was just standing there in the kitchen. Kitchen, uh, holding a knife. <gasps> what? Yes. <laughs> and shut uh, up. Give him the Game Boy. Yes. Give him Let the Game him Boy. have his Tetris. No, yeah, he was holding a knife, and then um, he uh, attacked <laughs> us with the knife. No. Yes, and he was just screaming, and it, it wasn't like words. He was just like babbling incoherently oh while gosh. he was doing it. What if it was like Latin or and, something? Oh my god! 
<laughs> Let's just say it was. Well, no, it's, it was. It's got to be Latin. Yeah. And so, so after the fact, like we we grab him and we calm him down and stuff. And George finally takes him into the other room and he's like talks him down and talks him down. He's like, you know, I'm going to have to tell mom and dad. So, well, apparently, long story short, they were very Catholic. My family was Catholic, but mm-hmm. they were very Catholic. Yeah. There's always levels and, of Catholicism. Uh, right. That's yeah, so funny. Very, very Catholic. And so yeah. I and so I found out later that their family believed and I think he was just must have been like bipolar or something but their family believed that he was occasionally possessed by the devil oh my himself. gosh yeah because apparently these types of outbursts were not uncommon that should be a disclaimer um, to your parents before you ever go over to this kid's house that's true yeah. that's actually like, they have to divulge that information that's a law yeah and like and that's and that's the that's the thing about it though is you do what you can to like try and make sense of it in your mind but the one thing that I will always remember is when he was holding the knife his eyes were solid black <gasps> oh my Ziggy! gosh <laughs> yes what is well, I don't even know what I just heard. For real? Yes. For real? This is like something from Supernatural. No, like this, is, this is a, this is how I remember this story. This story really happened, and this is uh, this is what I remember from oh it. Oh, my. What did you do? Did I, you just... I, was, I didn't let him borrow my Game Boy again. So we have G-Money on the phone. <laughs> I just cr- or Ginger Garrett. I don't know. Ginger. What do you want? So wait. Okay. Is the house that you're at, that you're living in now, is this the one that you're having issues with? We just moved. But the house we lived in for five years down here, we had encounters or, you know, suspicious things. Multiples. um, Specifically with my youngest daughter, who was born in this house. Yeah. Not in the house. The only house she ever lived in. So she had her own room upstairs and she was in her crib. You know, we'd go get her for late night feedings. And sometimes, you know, the closet would be open. (gasps) You don't really think about it. You just kind of go, oh, maybe we left the closet open. We were getting something out of there and it I'd didn't be shut all the it. way or it didn't latch all the way. And it, but it's and a baby's room is, yeah, and you know your baby's, baby's not crawling out of the crib well, to sometimes open they the door. Do. Sometimes they do. Not you know? if she's still nursing. Yeah. Well, that's... But she she definitely... I mean, this was when she was six, seven months old. Oh, okay. yeah. So you not know, walking. It, yeah. it started that early. Her bones are still spongy um, and at that we point. Would have, we would have the monitors, the baby monitors on and we could hear toys <gasps> turning on and we just thought, you know, batteries. You, you don't really think about it. It's a newer house. I mean, the house was... keep saying you don't really think about it. Yes, you think about it. I mean, you don't necessarily immediately go, oh, that's a ghost. You just go, right. oh, the batteries are dying in that toy. Yeah, it, and, it, it clicks know, later when, on. You know, for six months, but then it, it continues to happen, right? And then she moves out of her crib at about two and she's talking and that kind of stuff. Um, she started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghosts. As she says, the ghosts are up there, which is adorable. You're like, oh, and you're like, there's no ghosts up there. You know, you're trying to calm her down and we'd lay with her and she'd go to sleep and then you'd shut the door and hear a toy turn on. Oh, my God. Garrett. Garrett. Well, and you think she crawled out of bed. To play. To, like, start playing. Yeah. And you open the door and she's laying in bed, asleep. Dude. There was one toy in particular that it started with. It was a hippo that did the alphabet. And it had, like, a lever and some buttons and a spinny ball. And if you hit them or moved them, it would would play. And it would spin and count the alphabet. No. No, no, no. And you would, like, so it wasn't anything, like, motion detected or anything. You actually had to physically hit a button. Right. To do, to make. and, work. Right. 
when she continued do talking about ghosts in her room at mm-hmm. like three, three, now it's been three years and she's talking about ghosts. So we, you know, we ask her about, do the ghosts hurt you? No, there's a nice old lady and a kid. And a kid. And the, the kid scares her. Because that nice kid killed the nice old lady. The nice yes. old lady will protect her. Holy cow. Oh my God. Wait, how old is she now? She turns five next week. Does uh. she remember any of this? No, so, she- we moved in August. She literally hasn't mentioned ghosts. We still have the toys. They have never once randomly turned on. Okay, so I got one from April, and April says, when I was eight years old and the house we lived in, uh, it was fine upstairs, but creepy downstairs. One night, I woke up at like one or two in the morning to go to the bathroom, and I could see a light coming from the living room. Well, my dad worked wonky hours, and I thought he had come home and turned on the TV. So I went in to give him a hug and kiss, but when I walked into the living room, the TV wasn't on. Instead, there was a little girl sitting on the couch staring at me. She looked at me and said, oh, hi, I've been waiting for you. She wasn't scary at all, so I sat down and started talking to her. Now, I don't remember how long we sat and talked, but my dad came in from his bedroom and asked who I was talking to. When I turned to look at her again, she was gone. My parents chalk it up to sleepwalking, but I can still remember the sundress she was wearing and that she had sad eyes. Isn't that, like, just messed up and sad? Poor little girl. Oh, my gosh. like, I was waiting for you. And then the second part, this one's short. She She said, I just need a friend here in the middle of the night. Uh, when I lived in Las Vegas, my four-year-old used to stare at the laundry room door and say, Mama, make the scary dog go away. And there was nothing there. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, yeah. Okay, so we have Misty Harris on the phone. And uh, Misty, go ahead and tell us your story. So uh, we were military and we were living at a base in California. Believe it at the time, we only had three children. Yeah, they just kept coming after that. <laughs> so <laughs> child number three, <laughs> child number three has been our special child. She's had arthritis and eye problems and just so many medical issues. Oh. And now she's a jerk teenager, but that's okay. We'll keep her anyway. <laughs> it happens. So we were in this old house um, on the base near a duck pond, and we would have strange things happening, like there's a dead duck in the yard here. or We kind of saw it, something outside, but we didn't see anything, so we figured it was a skunk or something. But uh, one night we were good and sleep, and I know it was one of those great sleeps that you just you don't want to get up from. Right. And I just felt something, and something said, get up. Get up! And so I sat bolt upright in my bed. My husband, I could see his eyes popping open. And my then two-year-old was in the lead. And she was holding hands with a dark figure (gasps) with a hood on. What? No. No. It was a dark, very thin, hooded figure. You you could see no face. Even the hand was dark. Just black. Just blackness. So uh, what did you do? No, uh, what, what what happened next? Well, you know, if I would have eaten a late dinner, I probably would have thrown up all over the place. But <laughs> that's not the best response in this situation. By the way, <laughs> when I tell this when I tell this story going forward, yeah, you do barf you all over your bed. It. You just barf on your bed. But okay, seriously, what happened? What happened next? You know, so you sit up, and you're trying to assess the situation. And uh, it just, it floated in behind her and let go of her hand and pointed to my side of the bed, no! which was the far side. No. And, you know, and you know, that's kind of when your your bowels want to just release themselves. They <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. just pooped all over the bed. <laughs> just, no. But no, I, was, I held tight. I held tight that night. She felt the old clench. <laughs> Hold it. <laughs> So, you know, I kind of 
looked at her for a second and the, just saw the shadow poof disappear down the hallway. Oh my god! That was it. What? So you and your husband and your daughter, you all saw this together. She does not remember it, but my husband does. Yes. Oh yeah. I don't even know what you do in that situation. Yeah, you get the hell out of that house. All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like when I said Twitter? 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 <laughs> Thanks to our board, I'm Ziggy Becker, and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support. And, of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you, baby. Oh, <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Ah!